You're listening to another podcast. A podcast about horror movies and scary things. You put your headphones on and enter another dimension. A dimension filled with zombies, killers, ghosts, and creatures beyond your imagination. You've crossed over into the realm of mankind's deepest fears. There's an episode up ahead. You've now arrived at Luke and Andy's Nexus of Nightmares. Hello and welcome to another episode of Luke and Andy's Nexus of Nightmares. <laughs> I'm getting too ridiculous with that this. That one was absurd and I loved every it second was. of it. I'm I am Luke and I am your host and with me as always I have my my very good friend and co-host forever my forever co-host Andy. You better you not find another fucking co-host for anything. <laughs> no one else would do this with me. No. No one no one has the patience that I do to deal with you. Uh, uh, uh you have patience? No. Good. Good. Either do I. <laughs> no. So, so welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, uh, welcome. welcome. Uh so we're going to be doing a pretty recent movie here yeah. for today's episode, 2015. Yeah. pretty, f- Still pretty fresh, relatively speaking. Innoc- innocent Coming times. off of the 1931 yes. Dracula from last the, week's episode. The stale, rotten, <laughs> pungent, decaying corpse of Dracula from 90 years ago. <laughs> we're, uh, on a, we're on a relatively fresh... I mean, it's pre-pandemic, so anything that's pre-pandemic, though, to me is like dewy-eyed innocence. But <laughs> it's, it's a long time ago. It is a long, long time. time ago. But that movie that we are going to be talking about today is the Vavitch. The Vitch. The Vavitch. The Vitch. The Witch. The Witch. Yes. Uh, written and directed by Robert Eggers. 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 Egger. Yeah, he got his, he had, his, had his Egger suit on. <laughs> it's like a suit, like, like an Egger suit. <laughs> um, <sighs> but uh, yeah, this uh, this was his directorial debut. It was. And uh, it, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of surprised, you know, we, in a last, a couple weeks ago, we did Trick or Treat. You're kind of surprised anybody and, was dumb enough to give him the money to make this movie? Well, no, okay. it was oh, okay. relatively, <laughs> relatively cheap. I mean, it's relatively cheap, like four million, I think. Yeah, it's a budget four. Yeah, four made um, four made forty. Four made forty. That's pretty good. And so, um, what I was surprised by was the fact that this movie got a theatrical release, and a movie like Trick or Treat did not. Yes, like this got a wide theatrical. release. It's got a wide theatrical release, which is pretty which shocking. Is crazy to me. Considering, like, yeah, compare it to Trick or Treat and like, like it, that that didn't get a theatrical release at all. Like never that never saw a theatrical release and ended up being direct to DVD. Spo- like that's yeah. I mean, spoiler alert. I really like this movie, but it is. I could see it. It is. I'm I'm very confused as to how anyone thought it would be palatable to a wide audience. I mean, clearly yeah. it was. It made money. Yeah, it did well. It did. It did well, but I think a lot of that had to do with the marketing. And there was a lot like of the marketing, marketing for this movie yeah. was insane. And I mean, I saw, so you just saw this just this week for the first time. I right? did. 
I remember seeing the trailers in the theater and wanting to see it. Yeah. Um, but just never I, got around to it. I I did see it in the theaters, and so I, I my expectations were pretty high because the marketing was so like intense. They got like, you. Oh, scary, scariest movie of the year. They blah, got blah, you. Blah, and scariest movie of the fucking decade. And <laughs> the witch will you. have you shitting your pants <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> just a trailer of people it's there's not even a it's not even it's it's one of those commercials it's not even a trailer for the movie it's just people in the audience their eyes are exploding and they're screaming their lungs out <laughs> and like old women are throwing up into popcorn buckets and like oh running out of the theater you're like i gotta see this fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that yeah. was not the marketing that's i made that up in case but anyone was wondering i mean that was kind of an exaggerated version of the marketing. The marketing was pretty just a, intense, just, just a little bit. They really they wanted made a black. They made a black Philip Instagram account, which is pretty amazing, and I need to check that out. Actually, I wonder if they're still doing anything. I don't know. <laughs> Five six years later, like Black Philip is still. By the way, Black Philip, and by the and also by the way, spoilers. spoilers. Like 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 you said, we're going to be talking about spoilers. Um. We need Black like Phillip a we the, need like a musical chime for that like ding ding ding. <laughs> we are going to talk about spoilers here, people. The two hundred and ten pound black horned goat the, that played with black the Philip fucking twelve inch long serrated horns. Jesus, some bitch it's was terrifying. big. It's he's terrifying. He is terrifying. He is even the when star he's just like movie. sitting there, even when he's like sitting there like just chilling. It's like he looks like animatronic. Like he looks, yes. he doesn't look quite real. But apparently, he was completely, totally yes. Like they didn't do any. I think they did a puppet. They had they two puppets. A puppet head, right? Yeah, I heard they had two but, puppets. They had a they had a little puppet and a big puppet. That's what I but heard. Did they, but they never used them. Every time they tried to use them, it just looked like garbage. And they they, they just yeah. Eggers, yeah. Eggers was like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> apparently, Eggers is like. Uh, very uh, meticulous. meticulous filmmaker. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, he, apparently his his uh, sets are not a, a lot of fun to be around. It's from the from the side. I can imagine. <laughs> um, he's very detail oriented, and um, and you know, with like a movie like this, he did a ton of research. And, yes. Um, at the end of the movie, there's even like a little like there's a little text. You know, on the screen, it basically says, like, everything in this movie was, like, you know, gathered from, like, actual sources from that time period. So, this, yeah. t- this takes place in, like, the 1630s, uh, colonial America. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where it's supposed to be. 1630s, yeah, in the colonies, the Puritan, Puritans. Yeah, East Coast, somewhere Puritans along the living East in Coast, the colonies yeah. in the New England area. New, Eng- mm-hmm. New England area, yeah. Yeah, because what, what's the subtitle for the movie? A New England folktale or something like that? Yeah. Um, as opposed to, and, and, as opposed to, as opposed <laughs> to, I can't even get it out. Be, this better be funny because uh, it's, you, it's not, you can't even get it. It's not even going to be that funny. Spit it out. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be that funny at all. I was going to say, as opposed to the many saints of Newark, a New England fuck you <laughs> instead fuck of a New you. England folktale. So it's not even that good. I just. My brain. Yeah. You, I think I was having wasted a stroke. A lot of, wasted a lot of time there. Wasted a lot of time. We need some padding. 
Yeah, true. Could always go for a little padding. Well, that's our show, everybody. <laughs> Thanks I get, for joining us. I, I got to get one in at least every episode. Oh, I'm going to stumble and fuck up and drone on. I'll do that. Good. I'll do that later. Good. Or now. Maybe I'll do it. Now. Oh, God, I'm doing it right now. You are. Um, Where are we again? <laughs> so, Eggers. Eggers. He is, yes. He started. So, he did. He, oh, go ahead. I think he started. You were going to say he started researching this like five years prior or something. Well, I was going to go be, before that. I was going to say he's he is from New England. Okay. So, this is like his bread and butter. He He was raised around all this stuff. Um, and he was also, he's also was like very into, well, I shouldn't say very into, but being from New England, you know, you've got Edgar Allan Poe, you've got Stephen King, you've got like all these like famous New Englanders and this Gothic kind of, you know, creepy aesthetic, you know? And so he was kind of, was he, was he born in Salem, Massachusetts? Like, I don't, uh, I don't think we ever talked about that. Was he born in Salem, Massachusetts? Like, uh, Mike Flanagan? <laughs> I don't believe so. Did you know that? No. He was born in uh, but that, exp- yeah. that explains a lot. Y- yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I imagine that that's got to be like a, a pretty touristy spot for yeah. like witch shit. Witch shit. <laughs> witch shit. I, they probably have like a little like plastic, like you can buy it like a little tourist, yeah. like a little trinket. It's like a little swirl, like maybe it's like purple. Purple swirl. Shit. I don't know. With some if bones. If they don't do that, they, they really they should. should. We should. I mean, that's a money-making scheme right there. I, I agree. You can I have think, a glow in the dark. I think witch shit is one of the ingredients to some of these potions, too. They I just, think witch shit really does grow, glow in the dark. Could you, it grows in the dark, too. <laughs> <laughs> if you shit in the corner. <laughs> I'm just picturing. It eventually will grow up to the ceiling. Yeah. I'm just picturing a witch making an entire brew in like a cauldron and then like as the final ingredient just like perched over the top. <laughs> just, <laughs> just dropping one in. <laughs> Agatha, what are you just doing? Oh, I'm finishing off the the toad potion. Off. <laughs> I'm pinching oh off a loaf to finish off the toad <laughs> potion. Uh, Bloop. Bloop. Uh. Um, so anyway, he was raised in New England, and so he's kind of like you know this sort of stuff is like their bread and butter over there. So and I and then he got his start in in theater. So he was kind of like writing and directing like theater stuff. And he was like he did production design too, right before yeah. this, I think. Yeah, he must which have makes sense. Um, he no, must, knowing his he eye for have. detail in this movie, he must have either that or he or he's must got have. some kind of disorder. <laughs> Um, so I guess, uh, I don't know, before we get into the, the, the craziness, the details, our opinions and whatnot, I've got to have you, I've got a lot of, them. should we, uh, You're all gonna hear should them. we, uh, should you do your little recap, little synopsis? Sure. As quick as you like. As quick as I like. I always say it's going to be quick and then we talk about it for 20 minutes. So, yeah. you know, it's fine. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe we should condense it. Maybe we should condense it. So this one's pretty easy, right? So it's a, it's a. You say that every a, time. We'll, you go know. ahead. It's a, so you got a family. Yep. It's, again, we've established where this is taking place. New England. They're living in like a, what they refer to, I believe is a plantation. Yeah. Um, it's basically like a religious kind of commune, right? Like a little village of, 
And anyways, they end up getting kind of banished, yep. right, from the from the community at the beginning of the movie. So they, they go off. Because they disagree religiously with something. Right. It's never, never spoken, never said what it is. And so they go off. They got their whole cart and wagon and shit, everything they've got. And there's like, what, four kids and then a fifth child is born. They have a baby sometime between the, the initial sometime scene along and, the way, and yeah. where we pick up with them. Yeah, and then they so they establish a little. Uh, they find a little section of land. They build a house and farm yep. and all that yep. shit. And baby, a baby's born, and so there's a there's a teenage daughter. Yep, Thomason, and then there's like a like a what ten ten year old or so ten twelve ten year old somewhere boy, in there. something like that. Caleb, and then there's these two little prick twins, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of little bastard twins. Mercy and Jonas. Mercy and Jonas. Is it as it is? I can't even do the accent that these people are doing in this movie. Mercy and Jonas, <laughs> oh yes. Well, and we'll get to that. We'll get to the dialogue here soon enough. Yeah. But, um, and then the baby Samuel. The baby Samuel. So then one so one day, uh the teen Thomason is the teenage girl. She's She's playing peeky boo with the, the Peek, little infant peeky boo Samuel. It's peeky boo, <laughs> peeky boo. Um, and she's she's uh, doing this at, at the edge of the the forest there, the dark, yes. the dark woods. It's a good place to and play so, with the baby. As she's doing that, like in the seconds that she's got her hands over her eyes, all of a sudden the baby disappears, and and it's interesting because with a lot of movies. You, they probably wouldn't. They wouldn't necessarily show how it was taken, right? But they do with this one. Yes. They actually show like someone going through the woods with this child. That's kind of a far away shot. You don't really see much, and then you do see like this naked old woman, right, with a knife, and yep. you have the disturbing implication that she kills the child, and yep. then she's ma- mashing it up, and then yeah, she's got like a mortar the- and pestle. She- and she's oh, like God. mashing and then she's rubbing it all over herself and then she's laying on the ground and like rubbing it on, on like yeah, a, it's very clearly disturbing. a broom, but it's like a, you know, just kind of like a stick and yeah, it's disturbing. And so that's like within the first, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. It was enough At to least. make me want to turn the movie off. <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get myself into here? Um, oh, so, and so oh, then so, basically, oh, so that's the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the mother, so anyways, mother's obviously after this is very distraught. Yes. Um, naturally, as you as you and, are, and and blames Thomas and the teenage girl. Yes. And uh, and so then later on, uh, the, the her her and her brother Caleb go out. And they're because they're not supposed to go into the woods, it's right? Like forbidden, they're not right. supposed to go. But he had put out traps there because they were like desperate for food because right. the crops were being crops were dying off and all this other shit was happening. Yeah. And so she goes with him, and something uh, a rabbit, which you see a couple times in the movie, as a harbinger of, I don't know, something of doom, if yes. you will, um, spooks the horse. Throws off Thomason. She gets knocked unconscious. The boy goes after their the family's dog, who chases after the rabbit. He finds the dog disemboweled. Yeah, and then in he gets lost in the woods, and he ends up stumbling across this hut in the woods with this young 
seductive woman kind of uh, luring him to her and he like she like kisses him and then like has her her hand reaches up it's like this old gnarled hand and yeah it kind of cuts away and sexy tom <laughs> thomason wakes up goes gets back to the house and then they blame her again kind right. of for 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 caleb you know being lost and they, they've now lost two you know two children and and then later that night caleb shows back up naked and and you know, with some mysterious illness, yeah. um, and they bring him in, blah blah blah, and then the the two twins kind of end up turning on Thomason and kind of accusing her of being a witch, right? Which it which 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 is kind of which is foreshadowed earlier in the movie because there's a point where like the the twins don't listen to Thomason, who is kind of like acting as like this kind of secondary mother figure, right? Trying to get them to do things yeah. and. And uh, especially once the once the mother is like bedridden, she's like kind of right, exactly having yeah. to watch the, it, all of them, and they're not they won't listen the, to her. Right after the infant is is taken, then yeah, Thomason is kind of really having to take over the motherly duties, and and so at one point she's like she pretends she's like I she's like tries to scare the twins right into listening to her and by telling them that she's a witch and that if they don't fucking do what she's saying. That you know she's gonna whatever yeah do do her witchly things make them disappear basically so so later on yeah so then later on after Caleb comes back sick um the twins kind of turn on Thomason and accuse her of being a witch and then yeah. the boy kind of goes into this like fit he has like a fit he yeah he has like he's like speaking in tongues practically and he and then all of a sudden he just fucking dies yeah and and so the mother is just gutted at this point. And and then the father, who has kind of been on the side of Thomason right. this whole time, finally kind of turns on her. Yeah. And he's he's starting to believe it now, right. too, that she's a witch. Brings her outside and, and so, is like, you need to tell me. If you're a witch, you need to fucking tell me. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not. And he's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, what a, okay. Okay, great. Thanks, Dad. Um, and so... Well, she so then, actually says that the she says that it's the twins, right? Because so the then twins kind been, of accuses the twins, yeah. And then he ends up locking all three of them, the twins and Thomason, into the the in pen the with the with fucking Black Philip, which is yeah. like the goat their and goat. a couple the of the other giant um, ass goat fe- female goats. Um, locks them in there overnight, and during that time, they wake up. They wake up in the middle of the night, and the old which lady is like in there with them yeah. like drinking the blood from the because they're earlier in the movie like when she was like milking one of the goats there's like blood coming out of the gutters yeah. and so like they wake up and they find the the witch there like drinking the fucking milk from the or milk blood from Delicious. the goat and she kind of turns and cackles and and then it cuts away and the next morning like the father comes out and the Go- other the other goats are slaughtered. Slaughtered. The twins are gone. Just gone. You never hear from them again. Just gone. Yeah. Thankfully. And <laughs> and then Thomason is like knocked unconscious. Yeah. He's starting to like, I don't know, I think he starts to kind of, he starts to get like, react to the situation. And then Black Phillip just comes in and just fucking kills him. Yeah. Just <laughs> Black straight Phillip, up big ass him. goat. Just bashes him with his fucking head and horns and guts him and. 
And so he's dead. Yeah. And then the mom comes out. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? She has completely lost her fucking mind at this point now. Um, And so she attacks Thomason. And Thomason Thomason ends up killing her in self-defense. Right. And then she kind of goes inside and falls asleep, just exhausted and overwhelmed. She wakes up and... She's drawn to the the stable again, and Black Philip is in there, and and at this point, well, I can I kind of forgot to mention that the children throughout the movie have the two twins have been saying that the goat Black Philip has been talking to them, yeah, whispers to them, and and, and that's and where so, the the dad is accusing is also accusing Thomason of being a witch, and she's saying no, the twins are probably witches because they keep saying that they're talking to the goat. And right. he and he's kind of like, well, I, that's why he locks them all in the barn because yeah, he's like, he's like well, I don't oh, know, shit, I don't, I'm going to lock all of you. Yeah, <laughs> you, well, you can all sort it out, and we'll figure we'll 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 figure out who to murder in the morning. <laughs> so she ends up going <laughs> back to the barn and talking to the goat. Yes, and the goat talks back. I mean, you he, don't see it. Yes, but he he you hear him. He eventually talks back, which that was really that was well 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 paced. She kind of talks for yeah. a while, and you're like, you're just kind of like. What's happening here? Right. And then he finally right. talks back and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and and so he basically says, sign my book. Yeah. Which, you know, is kind of like, you know, something that you see a lot in, in, in the old kind of like stories of w- yeah. witches and stuff like that. It's like, is that you have to sign, you, you sign the, de- basically you're signing the devil's book and yeah. you're aligning yourself with him. Yeah. And so he. She signs the book and then she strips naked and follows Black Philip into the woods where there are other witches around this fire kind of yep. dancing and whatnot. Doing witch and stuff. She, doing, you know, doing the witch stuff. And then so she kind of like, it ends with her kind of like levitating in the air yep. and and becoming a witch. And then that's the end of the movie. And she is the witch. She is the witch. She's the witch. So that's that's the story, uh, and, and thanks for listening. Again, yeah. thanks for bye, listening bye to bye. Luke and Andy's synop- horrible synopsis of horror films. 25-minute synopsis. We'll see you later. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, I don't think we could have summed that up much quicker. It was pretty good. I pretty good, care. right? I, I certainly don't care. People are going to listen yeah. or they're going to shit their pants I, and run away. I don't I mean, think that was too pet. I don't think that was too padded. You know, yeah. it's about yeah. it's about as stripped down as you can do. Yeah, strip no strip down to your strip down to your remove uh, thy shift shift that's and what it sign is. my shift. book. <laughs> I don't know how to write. I will guide thy hand. I will guide thy hand. Um, Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? <laughs> Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? So that was my favorite Wouldst part. Wouldst thou like by to way. eat butter? Butter. Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? Which apparently, taste. back in those days, to the, or to the Puritans or something, like eating butter was a sin. It was like a worse terrible. sin than lying. Apparently, it's terrible. Yeah. So I'm. I'd be. I'd be in hell. Yeah, I'd be dead. I would just be. Oh, in hell. In hell. I'd be dead from the cholesterol, and I'd be in hell. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. That's the witch, and um, <laughs> I will say, like, movies like this are like right in my wheelhouse. Like, this is like 
like on paper, I would I will I want to say on paper a movie like this, like everything we just kind of described, yeah, to me is like oh man, like a period horror, like an understated period horror film that yeah. isn't like about like cheap jump scares and and no jump know, scares. Oh, yeah, one no jump, jump scare. scares. The Which the one? creepy arm jump scare. Oh yeah, and actually that's I, I don't really like how that was executed. No. Honestly, it kind of feels it, a lot, a little out of place with the rest of the movie. It does. I feel like it, it, like if she had just had her hand rise up, like slowly instead yeah. of like, ching, ching, like, like kind of jumpy staccato, or like, like a, with the music, or like a, or like you start on one side and the camera yeah, like does like a three sixty to the other side, and she's got like the old hand on his head, and you're just like, oh, and yeah, then like, cuts. Yeah, yeah, you know, like the shiny, something like the shiny. Yeah. It's which is very similar. It's like a very similar scene to The Shining, where yeah. Jack Torrance goes into room two three seven, and the lady's in the tub and she's naked and she gets out and she's young and yeah, you know, she is attra- attractive. And then he like sees her. He's like kind of holding her and kissing her. And then he like sees he looks in the mirror and sees that she's like this rotted corpse. Yeah, yeah, something like that would have been a lot better. That seems hot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, cool. Okay, take it easy, Andy. Cool it down. Cool, cool down. down. Got to cool myself down. <laughs> um, so one thing we keep saying, the Vavitch, I, w- I did want to point out. The reason it's spelled that way is because back in the 1630s, there was no W. So again, going back to like the historical accuracy of this fucking movie, like Robert Eggers was like, well, we can't call it the witch. I mean, it is the witch. It's pronounced witch. Right, but he's like, we can't spell it witch because there was no W in sixteen thirty. It would they would write it as two V's. Robert Eggers, you so crazy, you so crazy. But that's where it comes from. But the so I guess that's the thing to talk about right now is is the historical accuracy of this movie. So like you said, it's right up your wheelhouse as far as like you know a period piece and all that stuff. I don't like period movies. I'm not a huge fan. I'm really no. I, I I I don't know why. Um. But I actually really liked this movie, um, and I don't know—I don't know quite why. I don't know if maybe it's because he nailed the period so well. Like I felt like it was just like I felt like it was—it was accurate. Yeah. Um, and it kind of spoke to me in that way. And, um, but yeah, he got super detailed. I mean, they brought in a guy from like like they were filming in in Ontario and they brought in a guy from like Virginia or something to like cut all these uh, slats and stuff for the outsides of these houses and things they made for the set because they couldn't find anybody to do it the way that they did it back in the colonies during this time in Ontario and they wanted it to look right. And like, you know, the accents and things that they're using are all like not quite England, not quite Irish. Like they're all kind of just weird like accents you've never really heard before. And they all speak in like this weird way of speaking. That's very, you know, 400. So 400 years ago, Luke. (laughs) Um, And I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to beat around the bush. I turned the fucking subtitles on at one point. Cause I was like, I don't know what the hell they're saying. You have to. And, and honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why when I saw it in the theater, like like I said, there was the expectations. There was yeah. the marketing, marketing as a more traditional horror film instead yeah. of like the kind of more art house, unconventional horror yeah. film that it really was. Um, 
And then on top of that, also, like, there's no fucking subtitles in the theater. No. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck these people are saying it's half the time. Like, damn it's, near, an, it's damn near the, foreign the language. the is, like, really hard to understand. Yes. I watch, but, I mean, I'm not, like, trying to, like, brag on anybody here, but I watch a lot. <laughs> I watch a lot of fucking British TV. Like, a lot. I have no problems grasping what people are saying from the UK or or even people with accents, you know, from Europe or something that show up in various shows and stuff. Like I, I it's never an issue for me when I'm watching TV. Been doing it for a long time. Um but this movie, yeah, it was something else. It was like they're speaking English, but it's goddamn hard to understand. Yeah, I think it was just it just like a combination of like the the accents and the language, like yeah. the way the language is kind of written. Yeah. You know, it's it's in a way you're not used to hearing. Yeah. You know, you know, things spoken. So it's like those and things it, combined, which is like some of it make it really hard. And it was a little, it, it was kind of, it had a little bit of that art house mumble, mumble core aspect <laughs> yeah. too, you know, like not yeah. super intense like you have with like, you know, the Duplass Brothers movies or some shit like that. But like, yeah, you know, it was, it was definitely because of that independent film caveat, it definitely had a little bit of that where they were kind of a little mumbly, a little quieter, yeah. not like you know, kind of big and boisterous delivery sort of thing. So they had that too. So it was, there was a lot going into where it was like, okay. So I could definitely see, I, I really, after I watched it, I was like, how the fuck did Luke see this in the theater and understand what they were saying? Cause I don't get it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, you could probably just watch this movie without. Yeah. Like dialogue and you yeah. would understand, you would still understand what's going on, but I mean, it helps. And well, yeah, and the first time you me, see it, you're like, kind of like you're not sure if you're missing stuff, right? You're not right, when true, you're not sure true. where the movie's going. You're kind of like, okay, did I just, yeah, did absolutely, I not, you know, did I just stroke off for a second there, or yeah. what? <laughs> just fall asleep and, <laughs> um, uh, shit. but, uh, but yeah, but, the, but, the uh, mm, but uh, I stole your line, but uh, um, you did. But the accuracy oh, we've been, is... We've been, we've been doing podcasts for too long. We have. The accuracy is is really is really good. I mean, he like you said, he did years worth of research. Um, the things that... that the, the dialogue and some of the... And really some of the, the, the plot even comes from like journals and writings and articles and things oh, yeah. that happened around this yep. time that Robert's Robert Robert's Robert's Egger Robert's Eggert <laughs> Robert Eggers read and researched you know uh, for this and and you know it, it shows you know it feels yeah. accurate and authentic but so this movie this movie is pretty fucking divisive i think and I think that some of this, like the 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 speed of it, and some of the histor the historical aspects of it, and some of the way that way that they talk potentially, is is part of the reason for that. Like some people think this movie is just fucking boring, like straight up, not scary, boring. I mean, I will say, like, I don't find this movie particularly. Scary or creepy? It's, I don't think it's scary. I think it's creepy at times, but I don't think it's scary at all. And I don't think. I mean, and maybe I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to 
because yeah, I mean, like I watched it for the second time after five years just this week, and like I don't really, I mean, maybe it's because I had seen it before, but it had been a long time. I mean, I'm just trying to think like if I ever really felt much like suspense mm. or ever felt like oh that's creepy or oh that's really that's really fucking cool or creepy or whatever you know like um yeah i don't think it's ever i mean i don't think it's ever really all that suspenseful yeah that i don't think that's so a, for sure some of the stuff where you see the witch is a little creepy you know, where, like yeah. when at the beginning when she's like, like you said, when she's killing the baby, you don't see that's all off yeah. screen. But when she's like mashing it up and kind of rubbing herself, like that's pretty creepy. And then you're kind it's of kind of like, it's more just like what the it's kind of more of like a disturbing like what the fuck like not yeah. really like a ooh that's creepy like it's more of like a ugh, kind of like I think like, your definition and my definition of creepy are <laughs> different because my definition <laughs> of creepy is like oh what the fuck you know like that's okay. that's strange and weird creepy to me is like you know you see something and then it, just, it like gives you fucking goosebumps you're like ooh that's fucking creepy but maybe maybe what I what I call creepy is what other people would call scary I don't know um I mean scary to me is like is like if something fucking scares you, like fucking startles you. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and creepy is like that feeling you get where you're like, Ooh, fuck that's creepy. Yeah. And you get the, you get the goosebumps and the hair on your neck and whatnot. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, so, I mean, uh, so we going back to the marketing real quick, like, um, to me, like this is a movie that like, I wish I had kind of just stumbled upon myself or discovered yeah. kind of quietly on my own and not really having not really having any expectations or knowing anything about it, just like watched it. Um because I think it works better that way. But I mean you can't but I mean the marketing did its job. I mean it did its job. You know, it got it people, people in, in theater. Yeah. Got the people in the theater, pulled them in, but I also think it kind of hurt the response to the film because oh, I think a lot did. of people going to see it were expecting something and and they did that's not what they got and so it was it was definitely built up the as theater. like a really really scary movie and it is yeah. not a really really scary movie yeah absolutely so I think it, it's like the marketing ultimately did its job and and helped make the movie money which is the, that's the whole point of of the marketing but at the same time I felt like it kind of hurt it yeah you know by by kind of you know giving certain giving people a certain expectation of what the movie was and it not really being that um but and i'm I, glad i mean i'm glad it worked be, i mean yeah. i'm glad the marketing worked and that it was successful because eggers was able to go on and do his his second movie the lighthouse with yeah. robert pattinson and willem dafoe and i i like that film i think more yeah i think that's a better better movie and and so he probably wouldn't have been able to make that if you know, the witch had not been as successful as it was. Yeah. I mean, and I joked earlier about, you know, how they didn't even have a trailer. They just had this, this movie is so terrifying, <laughs> but they, they really didn't do that. I think they just, they, they, what they really kind of did was build it as like, you know, kind of a, a good horror movie. You know, they, 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 there was a lot of talk. I feel like about how this was going to, this was kind of like a, a new, a, a new dimension in horror. <laughs> um but it was like a new you know it was like a new evolution you know like it was it was it was something different something new for horror um 
and I think a lot of people equated that with like, oh, this is going to be scary as fuck, you know, like this is going to be the ring and I'm just going to be like terrified to watch TV now or, you know, right. and that's not what this is. It's, it's yeah. just a different, but the funny thing is it has, it really has kind of changed. It, it kind of was at the beginning, if not, if, if not, you know, very much the nexus of some of this oh, new art house. The nexus uh, of nightmare. <laughs> um kind of the nexus of my nightmares um kind of the nexus of like this new like kind of the new art house horror that a new breed of horror yeah you know yeah like i i i I was kind of reading about that and and uh sometimes it's sometimes referred to as elevated elevated horror um and uh it's just like a you know it's kind of like just like a more classical, yeah, old-fashioned kind of approach, where it's like it's not really, uh, it, it's not about traditional scare tactics, right? Or you know, it's it's more focused on creating like a, a mood, yes, mood, um, character, like a, a creepy mood, and, and and yeah, characters and stuff like that. No fancy bells and whistles, you know, just like just kind and, of more stripped down. And usually the 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 horror of it is kind of tied more to the people and tied yeah. more to um yeah it's not about like, showing the right. you know it's showing the horror like right up front you know it's like they kind of keep it hidden right and 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 also like tying the tying some of the horror to um like real life stuff you know like like grief and um paranoia and things like that you know and not just like oh scary because murder sort of thing <laughs> right because like scary you know when i because when i think of chasing the, after me right because <laughs> when i think of the witch i think of like hereditary i think of midsummer uh, yes. i think of yeah. you know like i think a lot of these a lot of these movies that like are very popular shouldn't say very popular but are you know are kind of the newer style elevated horror like i feel like the witch is the one that comes to mind and it's and it's i wouldn't say it's necessarily the earliest there may be some that are similar i mean no but i think it it might be the one that kind of helped popularize it for sure it helped popularize Um, it for sure and uh and it's interesting though that you mentioned hereditary because um i always i don't know those uh, like Eggers and um, the director of Hereditary, Ari Aster. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, I always think of those, those two films and those two directors. Like, I know they're they're very they're tied. Yeah. For me, in my mind, um, Hereditary had kind of a similar similar kind of marketing campaign. I, and yeah. I believe that's the same studio, A twenty four, right? A twenty four is is partly. So again, so going back to the whole thing, A twenty four is a big part of how this is working too. They're kind of finding these Absolutely. very particular type horror movies and, and kind of, and really marketing and popularizing them. And, and they're doing a great job. I mean, they've really yeah, taken that are. studio and like kind of turned I it really, into... I really, I tend to like a lot of the movies that, that yeah. they produce. And they don't only make horror movies, but they're very well known for some of the horror movies that they make. Mm-hmm. But yeah, our, I actually bought the witch in a pack with hereditary nice. like an a24 two pack you know sort of thing yeah that's but cool. knowing that both of them were very good horror movies and I, i've never seen either of them 
yeah, I've seen The crazy. Witch now, but I can't wait to do our episode on on Hereditary in the future. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I also really um, want to watch Midsummer. Yeah, which I feel like is like that, and I know there's others that I keep that like keep coming to mind, and then as soon as I start speaking, they kind of waft away. But yeah, yeah, it's funny because so Eggers did you know this you know The Witch was his first movie, and then he did The Lighthouse. I like The Lighthouse. Uh, Personally, I just I like that film more. Yeah, um, I mean it's got Willem Dafoe in it. I mean Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe are both just fucking amazing in that movie. Like just so good. Like and the script, the script what? for that movie is so good. What? Huh? What? Oh, what? 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 <laughs> I've never seen the movie. That's all I know. I know. <laughs> but I was like, wait, how do you know that? <clears throat> that's what kind of threw me. Um, but yeah, that's. <laughs> That's see to me that movie is just more entertaining because like the yeah. dialogue is just first of all the dialogue is so much more clear yeah. even though there are that's a period movie too and you've got accents and everything but holy shit like I don't know just it's a it's a two man show and it's just phenomenal like the acting the 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 dialogue ah oh, so good I get it I. The story, honestly, I, I if I were if I, I wouldn't do it because you haven't seen it, I wouldn't spoil it. But if I if I could even tell you right now ex- everything that happens in that movie, I mean, I wouldn't. But I, but I, I'm telling you right now, I can't. And <laughs> and uh, but I still I love that fucking movie so much. Like it's it's just it's, it's entertaining and and crazy and dark and it's like it's like an art house movie, but it's not like. I don't know. I, to me, like the, for that movie, like the plot and everything that happens is kind of, I don't know, it's it's kind of secondary. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's hard to describe. Well, and we'll, maybe we'll do that in the future at some point too, but. Well, it's, it's funny though, because it's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, if you've, if anybody's seen the promotional stuff or the trailer for the lighthouse, it seems pretty weird. Yeah. And. But that that ties right into to the witch because Robert Eggers spent a long time trying to get a movie made, and he actually had a number of scripts that he was that he was bringing in front of various uh, you know people to get made, and um, and 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 they were they were getting turned down because they were just so weird. Like they were just nobody wanted yeah. to make his movies because yeah. they were so fucking weird. Yeah, and he, he finally got he, the he witch made because make... the witch was the most traditional type yeah. movie that he had exactly. written. Which, which when you watch it, you're like, this movie's pretty fucking weird, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Like he was trying to, yeah, like you were saying, he's trying to get these more like, like experimental, yeah, unconventional films made, and nobody wanted to do them, right? And then so he kind of this is this was like his fallback this was his like his yeah. li- okay this is my no, most traditional normal fucking idea <laughs> yeah and they finally got it sold so um so one of my favorite things i have i have two favorite things about this movie that i'd like to talk about i don't know which one which one which one to start with um but i guess i'll go plot wise my favorite thing about this movie, and the reason I really liked it, the reason that it really kind of, it wasn't, again, it wasn't scary, but the reason I felt like it worked really well and I liked it as much as I did 
is because, and I got to find the best way to explain this, but it's really because the family is, is wholly unaware of the actual witch. The family does not know about this witch. They, they truly right. don't. And yet, through all of the things that are happening to them, including their crops dying, their struggle, their, you know, their financial struggles, their food struggles, the loss of the baby, Caleb going missing, they, they, they begin to turn on each other in this kind of ever-increasing paranoia of, of like, you know, somebody's doing this to us until it finally, like, you know, bubbles up into the case of them blaming Thomason and then Thomason in turn blaming the twins. Yeah. And all of that, without the actual witch, all of that is exactly what happened in the Salem witch trials. That's exactly right. the sort of right. stuff that's yeah. that's one hundred percent the story. And all Robert Eggers all Robert Eggers did was add an actual witch to the story to make it yeah. scary. Yeah. That's that's funny because I was going to mention that too. Like in other in other kind of stories about like you know you know period you know sixteen hundreds kind of you know the Salem witch trials like the, something like the Crucible. Um, yeah. It's it's always very strongly suggested that it's just people making this shit up, right? And and turning on each other and accusing other people of things right. to so that they benefit personally. Um, and yeah, there's the all the paranoia and stuff like that. So it's interesting that like, it's it's interesting that he kind of he went like, you know, he got he 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 went uh, so detailed with this right. movie and so accurate with this movie historically and everything like that. But then he but then he ends up making it very clear, very clear, very early on. Oh no, you know what? There actually is a real witch. Oh, there's a real fucking witch. <laughs> you know. So I think and that's she kind is of interesting. Naked. Like, she is fully nude. <laughs> I think it's just kind of an like it's interesting because it's this like it's this very detailed, very accurate, very, you know, meticulously researched kind of period film. Yeah. About about you know the that that time period and and what you know what people were thinking and what people believed but then it, it you know he could have just done that as like a, a straight kind of drama oh absolutely that, that that played out much like something like the crucible yeah but again that had already kind of been done so I like that he kind of he kind of does his own little twist on it and says you know what we're gonna do all this. But we actually we're gonna make it very clear early on that there actually really is a fucking witch, right? <laughs> like that these people are right to be right afraid, and you know what I mean. But so the thing like is, on one, I was just saying, on one hand, like they're kind of making it, it. It's like he's kind of like saying, "Oh my god, look how crazy and paranoid, and look right. at look at what religion has done to these people and what they believe, and just the just that kind of time period and everything." But at the same time, he's like, "But actually, also there are real witches and right." all of the shit is real and they are right to be afraid. Right. He makes it plausible. Like they're tearing yeah. each other apart, but you're like, Oh, they're so close. Like they're so close to the actual truth, but they're not getting it. But yeah. And, and to me, that's what really added that level of like, yeah. Believability kind of, and kind of like 
that twist on the story, that yeah. traditional story of like paranoia and families turning on each other and all this. And the other thing that I loved about it was even from the very beginning. So Thomas uncovers her eyes, the baby disappears. You see a cloaked figure kind of running with the baby in the woods. And then you see the witch, you know, doing I all love her that stuff. shot, by the way, when yeah, I love that shot, great... by the way, when she like, well, when she like, when she kind of takes her hands off her eyes and he's gone, the baby's gone. She like looks up and you just see like a couple of like, she like it, the camera, I think pans up and you see like yeah. a couple of like twigs and things like kind of slightly moving. Yeah. Like, looking down as it goes to the forest like like something had moved through that area but you don't actually see them right i, don't know, I thought that was kind of cool yeah and and but there's there's also and i don't know if this is intentional or not but there's also a level of there's a level throughout the whole movie of is thomas and a witch right there's a there's a slight level of like Maybe she really like you, you, you believe you see with your eyes that she's not the witch, but some of the circumstances and some of the paranoia and the way, and not just that, but the way that Thomason is involved in some of these things and the way yeah. it's edited and the way that it's, and the way that some of the things occur, you're never quite sure that she's yeah, not. That's true. Like, yeah. like when Sam disappears, she, you know, you're like, you see later on, you see the witch running through the woods and, and you see her, the witch, you know, is kind of old and decrepit and she's like got him in, in her house or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when Thomason covers her eyes and Sam's gone, you're kind of like, there's no way. Like, it's, it's so implausible that you're like, something right. weird happened here. Right. And, and. And then later, you know, she says she's the witch, you know, which right, right. to some extent, you know, you, you know that it's a show, but at the same time in the back of your mind, you're like, eh. when the witch shows up in the barn and the, the twins see her milking the goat, she kind of cackles and Tom, and, and that's a really weird, like intentionally weird section where the witch turns, cackles, terrifies the children. And then Thomason like gasps and like wakes up. And then it cuts and you're like, and so you're like, well, maybe she's, that's when you're like, is she possessed? Is she changing form? Like there's, there's a handful of things. It's not super strong, but it's enough for you to kind of like in the back of your head be like, maybe it is her. Yeah. And the same thing with the kids. So then the twins are like talking to black Phillip and they're like all crazy and being weird. And you're like, well, maybe they're, maybe there's something with them. And so this whole thing, so you're, the paranoia is happening with you too. You're like, I'm not quite sure what to trust Absolutely. while he's still showing you that the witch is like this witch that lives out in the woods Yeah. and you're still not sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I said, I mean, he does that. He does that very early on too. Yeah. Where he shows that and. Yeah, and so it's it, it's interesting that like, yeah, like you said, you know, even even despite showing you, okay, here's this old naked witch doing these crazy things, you still don't trust a lot of the characters, and you don't know right. who to believe. Right. So yeah, that I mean that is really interesting. Um, yeah, so I mean like going back to the kind of the crucible too. It's like it's it's. You know, he took he took us that that famous kind of you know play and story and stuff like that. Um, but I like how he, I like how he decided to scale that down. 
yeah. to just a single family. Right. And so, I mean, like you have like, you know, in the Crucible, you have like an entire town, an entire village. Right. That begins turning on each other and accusing each other. And I think it it's, it makes it even more horrific that it's just happening in this tight, tightly yeah. knit family of, you know, of like five people, you know. Um, and and so I, I, and I thought that was all of that stuff combined and, and just how he how he did that. It's enough. To, it, it 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 takes a lot of those, you know, the wit those you know sixteen hundred witch period kind of ideas that have been done before. But he he spins it you know in in a, in a new kind of fresh fresh way. Yeah, and there's and there's a lot of very good dialogue and a lot of very good little moments that kind of go back to the fact that they this is not like a. This is not a father and a mother who like hate and like beat and abuse their yeah, children. Right. Like there there there's clearly like they let you know throughout the movie that like this is a this has historically been a very close and loving family who is who's like kinda come on hard times and they're starting to like it's starting to wear on them. Yeah. Which which really lends to like, you know, further like the kind of extremes that they end up having they end up going to, you know, toward the end. Yes, I mean you've got a lot of the obviously you know religion plays a huge part, yeah, in in this movie and the story and everything like that. Um, but you know you also have, um, <clears throat> I just think it's interesting how you have you know Tom Thomason who is like early on in the movie you kind of she there's a scene where she's kind of like praying and confessing her sins and basically kind of you kind of get this idea that she's kind of different from, from the, from her parents right? and the rest of her family. She's not, she doesn't seem as devout and like, and God fearing necessarily as like some of the other members of the family, like that she kind of wants to branch out a little bit more beyond kind of what her family is offering and what her family is kind of, you know, all about. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much and then, just Jesus and goats to them. <laughs> and, and so after the baby's taken, she gets blamed for that. And then Kim goes missing. He, she gets blamed for that. And then... And the cup. Don't forget the cup. And the cup. Yep, the cup, which, you know, that the, the father had kind of sold for, for hunting supplies. And so they like wouldn't that. die. So they wouldn't... And so she just kind of is is repeatedly getting falsely accused of things throughout the entire movie. Yeah. And, um, and, and it's just, it's, it kind of, it kind of reminded me of Carrie. Um, oh yeah. Kind of like a similar character arc as Carrie where exactly like, the character is repeatedly kind of, uh, uh, belittled and blamed and accused of uh, kind of being something that she really isn't. Right. Um, and then in the end, she kind of turns to that kind of dark side yep. and ends up becoming what they had been falsely accusing her of right. this whole time. And so that's, that's kind of like what happens with, with Thomason where, you know, she, she's, she ends up being the only one left alive <laughs> after all this chaos. Yeah. And, you know, her family has kind of failed her. God has, has not come to save her or help her, yeah. but you have, 
Black Phillip, you have Satan, you have the witches who have kind of come yeah. to help kind of give her power and control over her life for right. for once, you know. She has that and and so you know, that's kind of, you know, that's a whole other interesting kind of theme in the, that goes through kind of throughout the whole movie and yeah. Yeah, and, and um oh, I was not just going to say oh god. I was just going to say it's not it's it's also the fact that like again the parallel between her and Carrie, you know, like they're kind of like they're they're both kind of I don't know how to describe it. Not not asexual obviously, but like just normal teenage girls or whatever and they're they're you know and 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 not 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 crazily modest or anything like that um but also not like you know clearly not over sexualized right but their moms you know and in in the context of like the religious stuff like that's a big thing yeah. too where they kind of like both are like like that's yeah, a big both, thing is that they're yeah like, they both yeah. get accused of being whores and they both get accused of x y and z and and like that's the whole thing is there in both there's it was almost the same scene and they're both like i think you know it's the scene where carrie gets locked in the closet and and thomason like gets thrown up against the wall and her mom's like screaming at her that she's a whore and yeah they both end up killing their mothers (laughs) yeah and they're both but they're and they're both so taken aback they're like they don't even know what they're like what are you talking about like i I, like and and it, and in the movie, there's like nothing. There's no overtures of that. There's no. There's nothing to indicate that. It's just. Yeah, it's just yeah. normal teenage stuff. And that's the other thing about you know the whole witch thing in the 1630s is like any woman who was like, you know, who was like maybe a little different or maybe a little more sexual or a little more like, right. you know, free with herself. Like that was like an that was a big indicator. You know. Yeah. And in a lot of yeah. ways, Carrie is a witch. You know. In a lot of ways, you know, that's not right. how she's described, but that's really what what she was. It's very similar to the to the to yeah. the to the Salem witch trials. Yeah, yeah, and I I didn't even think it's funny because like one of the most obvious things was just like the the whole religious thing too, because Carrie's mom, yeah. is, is super religious and everything, and yeah. and then and then yeah, you have that that scene. I'm trying to remember the original Carrie, at least the Brian De Palma film adaptation um does she end up how does she end up killing her mom it's in self-defense right much like yeah i'm trying to remember i think it had to do with the closet because she her mom would like lock her in the closet when she would be bad or something right yeah and i think think that that happens like a time or two in the movie and then i think at the end she comes home covered in blood and maybe she doesn't get locked in the closet but she comes home covered in blood and like freaking out and her her mom i think just like lays into her or something and she ends up yeah. like bringing the whole house down uh i think she like collapses she basically collapses yeah. the whole house on top of both of them yeah both of them both of them <laughs> um if i remember correctly it's been a long time since i've seen that movie so i did see the chloe grace Morenz one. Oh god but that was a long time ago too and i don't remember i saw I well, I, I had seen it before, but I saw I saw it again. Probably that was probably the last time I saw it was. Oh man, I think that was like six years ago. I saw it at the Music Box Theater in Chicago. Nice. They had um, they had like a whole like 
kind of like 70s prom night kind of thing and like you could dress like and so me and me and angie my wife dressed you, like we were from the 70s and you dressed like john travolta and she dressed like pj souls <laughs> she wore a baseball PJ cap souls. It, wait is pj souls in carrie yeah pj is souls oh, shit. pj souls and carrie was actually that's where john carpenter saw him was and was like oh shit so carrie was before Halloween. yeah i think it was okay 70 well i'm gonna get it wrong i wanted to say 75 or 76 but it might be too early yeah yeah she wears a baseball cap in that movie if i remember correctly (laughs) she had like a baseball cap on at the prom totally totally (laughs) um but yeah it's interesting that like so, you know, kind of what I was talking about where, like, you know, you have, she's, you know, you have Thomason being accused of all these things, blah, 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 and her family kind of going against her and, and God not coming in, you know, you know, she's pra- kind of praised God, God doesn't help. and um, Never does. <laughs> and, and then, you know, you got Black Phillip, Satan, witches that come in. But it's interesting because, like, really, I mean... She, she, it's like she kind of has more control and power when at the end, you know, there's this idea, but essentially she's really just gone from uh, out of the frying pan into the fire. She's just kind of swapped one religious extreme for another. And you know what I mean? Like she's like, because she's really much the same way that she was groomed from childhood by her parents and with the whole Puritan beliefs and stuff. She was also groomed by Satan and the witches who- yeah who did all these things, you know, who helped to kind of make all these things possible with her family and kind of turned, you know, they were, they all had a hand in kind of turning her family against her anyways. And so that's kind of crazy and, you know, fucked up. Sad, but yeah. Yeah. But that's a good point. That's, it's the same thing. It's a, it's a grooming, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole relationship of, of, abuse almost you know it's mm-hmm. a whole relationship of you know steering her one way versus the other you know at the end but at the end she has no family she has nowhere else to turn and 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 you yeah. could make a case for the fact that that's why she does it you know she's so used right. to being absolutely she's so used to being like indoctrinated into the thing and in and so fully committed to the thing you know religion or what have you right that when everyone else is gone and she feels like, well, maybe this is, maybe this is real. Maybe I could get somebody to talk to me and I could be part of this. And, and she get does, to li- and she gives herself eat- over to it. And you get to live deliciously and eat butter. You get to live. So, so, so mean, let's talk about Black Phillip because that, that oh was my, my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, so Black up until. Is... No, go ahead. I was just going to say up until that point where she goes in the barn and she starts talking to Black Phillip. I, like I said, I was still not 100% convinced that there was not some just level of craziness, paranoia, something that was happening. I had already seen the movie and I still wasn't sure if he was going to talk or not. (laughs) Right. I kind of forgot too, you know, so I'm like, yeah, and you kind of kept like, like you said, like she talks for a little while before he responds. Yeah. And so you're like, it makes you like, you're kind of like sitting there. Is this fucking like it, it goes know, on it, for the perfect amount of yeah. time? Yeah, and then and then when he finally does talk, it's fucking it's it's fucking great. I mean, I'm not kidding. I loved it as soon as he spoke. I got chills. I was yeah, just that, like, oh shit, because you know it's like this. You know, 
demonic it's if it's not if not Satan himself. Right. Then he's been living on their farm this whole time and he has been whispering to the twins. Creepy. Yeah, that's and creepy. and and the first thing he says is like I forget what he's I forget what it is, but he says like such weird shit. Like he you know, like we said, he he says like wouldst thou like the taste of butter? <laughs> wouldst thou like to live deliciously? It's just and then he tells her to get naked and sign his book. And she's like, I don't know how to write. And he's like, Well, I'll fucking help you. Just <laughs> sign the book. Don't worry about that. I'll I'll forge your signature if I have to. It's so creepy and it's so he like it's like whispery. It so they yeah. always they keep saying that he like whispers to the twins. And yeah, yeah. It is very like a whispered yeah, that's tone, true, yeah. which is cool. And then and like, you do you kind see, of see like yeah, you yeah, you see like yeah. you don't ever actually see his face or anything and you Not don't really. ever see the goat talking. No, but you like don't see the it's goat all talking. like it's all on Thompson's face. And yes. then he kinda you kinda see this person come behind her. Yeah. You kind of see his hand on her shoulder or something, and yeah. it's all black and everything. And so, yeah, they do. It's I creepy. Mean, they do a good job of that. Yeah, um, and making that creepy, but very creepy. So I loved. I loved. I would almost say it was a twist. I don't. It wasn't really a twist, but it was a good turn. I yeah, feel like I mean, it like you said. I feel it's like so. It's so interesting because like you watch, you're watching the movie and you're, you're being shown the witch, you you know, it, it, mul- yeah. multiple times. I mean, you're shown the witch in the beginning as, you know, the old lady with the baby. You're, you're shown the wit like the young version of the witch seducing Caleb. Yeah. And then, and then the hand kind of turning, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you're, it, it, you know, it's made very clear, but uh, I guess that I mean that's I think that's a testament to to Eggers and how he kind of you know developed the film and and yeah. how you know just how it was executed and everything like because all along you're still fucking questioning like you're what still is questioning real well and, that was the other thing I didn't what's mention real and with, what's not real like you know exactly well that was the other thing I didn't mention with Caleb I was like I still didn't know if Thomason was a witch from the beginning because well and the well there's two other things I forgot to mention the first is when they got kicked out of the colony for religious dispute or whatever. In the back of my mind, at the very beginning of the movie, I was like, are they getting kicked out because of Thomason? Because of some shit she got up to that that yeah. tarnished the whole family? And maybe is that where the kind of this not necessarily with Sam, but with that, is that where her her kind of, you know, her relationship started to get broken. Maybe maybe she was doing witch like shit there and that's what right. got them kicked out, you know? That's what in my mind, that's where that that starts. And then the other thing is when Caleb goes missing, she gets dumped off the horse and she goes black. So you don't even yeah. see her or hear from her until all that is done. And then she's going back to the house without the horse and without Caleb. And she's the one that finds Caleb. So there's just a lot of stuff. Yeah, that that's is, true. It's, it's there. It's there to add yeah. to the paranoia of the family, but it also adds to the paranoia of you again because you don't yeah. you you're seeing the witch and you're believing that the witch is this woman that lives in the woods, but you're also not quite sure because yeah. Thomason keeps like being at the wrong place at the wrong time and and like not yeah seeing things That's true. And not I, being there. I, it's true. I didn't I didn't put that together where like Thomason is knocked out when Caleb stumbles across that yeah the young witch. And then she's also like asleep when the witch is in the stable. 
yeah. later on. And so and it's like, like wakes yeah. up and then it cuts to black. Yeah. So it's like it that's that's a very subtle thing that I think subconsciously does add to that sense of like right. of un, uncertainty of like I don't yes. know. Like, you know, like yeah, that makes you question, like up until the very end. It's you know, exactly when, paranoia. He's telling you the whole time, there's a real witch. She's killing yeah. these people. Right. And you're going, I don't know. It might be Thomas. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. <laughs> And then it's not showing like right. And I think that's until. Oh, I was gonna say I think that's awesome that he can like show you so explicitly something. Yes, but then do other things in a subtle way that make you question. Right, it's something that he he deliberately showed you, and yeah, that's that that is pretty interesting. I didn't, and that's why the black Philip part is so great because when he shows up, then you're like, oh shit. That was a real witch. Thomason has not been a witch this whole time. Black Philip is really the devil. <laughs> I mean, it helps. And she's about to sign the book. And <laughs> it all helps. of it solidifies right there. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Absolutely. But it does help the, the like when, when Black Philip straight up like gores the yeah. dad. That is kind of like another indication that like, okay, Black Philip is not fucking right. <laughs> like, this yeah. Is, you know what I mean? But he's yeah, not you're right. absolutely right. Like, you know, when he when he finally does speak, you're like, okay, shit. Yeah, this is, but even this, that, Black this, Phillip went nuts two or three other times in the movie. Did he? Yeah, there was a whole part where he was like rearing up, trying to like, he was like rearing up being crazy at the kids. And the dad had to like grab him by the horns and like drag him back uh, into the pen. So, so speaking of Black Phillip. <laughs> that fucking goat. A two, he was a 210 pound goat. It's crazy. Named, named Charlie. 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 Who, who was apparently not easy to work with. I fucking love that Charlie was a giant dick on the set of this movie. <laughs> like, apparently. I mean, there's, there, there are, uh, there are, so the director and, and, uh, uh, Ralph Ennison, who plays the dad, hated yeah. the fucking goat. Yeah. Um, but the but the trainer kind of says, "Hey, he did his job. He was great." Yeah. So there's kind of yeah, there's a little bit of like a uh, I don't know. There's a difference of opinion there. I, I, I'm not sure what to believe, but I, I guess I would probably go more with the actor. <laughs> yeah, Regers. But like, Regers basically said if the goat needed to be calm and lay down, he was he was acting like a maniac. And if he needed to act like a maniac and like have like a crazy part, he would just didn't want to do anything, and he would just. Be I just love that like he was such a like he was such a dick. It's so yeah. good, I love it. It's like but Wesley yeah, Snipes. Yeah. It's like Wesley Snipes during the filming of Blade Three. <laughs> Blade Three, Blade Four, the one that never got released. Um, no, I'm just making shit up. But yeah, he Eggers did kind of say that like he. So there was apparently there was supposed to be a lot more stuff yeah. feature a lot more scenes and stuff featuring the goat, but he because he was so difficult to work with apparently, uh, they had to scrap a lot of that stuff and, and but then he, it ended it ended up like the shark and Jaws, you know, the less you see of him, the yeah, less you true. really think about him, and the less you really think that maybe he really is part of this whole thing. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing I was kind of reading about was like. That, um, you know, a, we talked about A24 and their marketing and stuff like that and, and how they created a 
they created a like an Instagram page for him and stuff like that. And and Eggers was like actually not really, didn't really want them to because he really wanted you know for the audience when the audience goes to see the movie to not really have much of a second thought about right. Black Phillip. Like they didn't right. want him to really think that he was an integral part of the movie. You know, right. um, but. But he was saying that, like he he credits the the edit, the film's editor for kind of piecing together whatever like usable footage they can yeah. they could. Um, Unfortunately for Robert Eggers, you don't cast a two hundred and ten pound fucking black goat with giant horns and not expect people to pay him no mind. <laughs> so it doesn't matter whether he has an Instagram account or is the president of the fucking United States. People are going to pay attention to him because he's a 210 pound black goat with a giant beard, crazy golden eyes and 12 inch horns. He's pretty amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah. So the, so the guy that played the father, Ralph, Ralph Ennison, he like had lost weight. He had, he had lost some weight for the yeah. role. And so he, he was like 50 pound. He was like 50 pounds under the weight of the goat. That's and insane. he had like, <laughs> and there's, <clears throat> I was reading like this. We were, well, I think we both read the same article, but the, that the actor was said that he, he was, <laughs> this is a quote. He said, he was horrible, really, really horrible. From the moment we set eyes on each other, <laughs> it was just kind of hate at first sight. He had two modes, chilling out and doing nothing or attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> and on the fourth day of filming, he rammed his horns into the actor's ribs and like dislodging a tendon and like he had to like go to the hospital and he had to like spend the rest of the the five week shoot on painkillers. It's crazy. Because of this fucking goat. Holy it's just it <laughs> I don't really know adds why the I, authenticity. I don't know why it just fucking cracks me up so much. It, like it's it's like hilarious, but also like just like I can imagine, like, you know, the fucking mood on the set of just like, God, fucking this fucking <laughs> goat. <laughs> like, everybody just fucking hates this fucker. Fucking but, Charlie. It, yeah. Fucking guy. Fucking goat. Fucking um, goat. <laughs> but, um. So the other thing I love about this movie that I haven't mentioned yet. I think the only thing they had to do digitally for this movie by the way, was they had to re- they had to digitally remove a leash so that that iconic yeah. shot of of Black Phillip kind of rearing on his hind legs. Yeah, um, they they did that because they had him on a leash because he was like so like unwieldy. <laughs> yeah, and like they were like, and there was like kids in the scenes that they didn't want him to fucking attack the kids, so they right. like ha- had him on a leash and and they then they had to ended up you know, digitally removing, you know, the leash. But I think that's like the only kind of thing that they really did digitally for the movie, as far as I know, um, because Eggers was very like determined not to, to use any kind of like CGI or anything like that. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. So the other thing I was going to say that I like about this movie is Anya Taylor-Joy. You do love your Anya Taylor-Joy. She's great. 
This was her first movie. Her first this is feature her first film. movie. Yeah, I think it's I think it's great because she's has become an. I mean, she's really she's amazing in this. I think she oh, does yeah. a really awesome job. I mean, and it's crazy that this is her first movie. Oh and, yeah, um, and she was like nineteen she, at the time or something ridiculous. But she's like had such. I mean, even in just five six years since. Then, I know that's that's crazy. She's had such an amazing career. I mean, she's she's done all kinds of like you know. She's done a lot of other good films and worked with uh, like some really good directors, and she's yeah. really made a name for herself. So that's like it's really cool that like a, a small film like this ended up becoming this big thing where it launched her career. And you know, Eggers is doing you know pretty well for himself. Yeah, he he had. Um, I mean, we talked about the the lighthouse, and and that that was that got nominated for Oscars. You know. I think yeah. uh, the, the screenplay, and I think Willem Dafoe was up for an Oscar, which he should have fucking won because he's amazing in that movie. Uh, I think this. I think the cinematographer. Uh, I think it was up for best cinematography as well. Hmm. Um, but uh, he, and he's got a new film coming out next year. I think it's called The Northman or something. It's like a, a Viking, like an old yeah. school Viking revenge film or something. On Taylor Joy's in that too. Is and uh, is it Alexander Skarsgård? One of the one of the Skarsgårds. There's too many so. Skarsgårds. There's it, too many. There's too many. There's the old guy who was yep. in Dune. Mm-hmm. There's Pennywise. Yep. And then there's the it's, handsome one. I think it's, it's the, the handsome. I think one. it's the handsome one. <laughs> it's the handsome yeah, Skarsgård. The handsome Skarsgård. But yeah, I need to tell you. Got Pennywise, the handsome Skarsgård, and the old one. And the old one. But yeah, Anya Taylor Joy is great. She's, uh, I don't know, she's just she's she's just a she's an amazing actress. Yeah. And then again, she's one of those actresses that's got kind of a unique look. Yeah, which is she something definitely that has I always like. Look. Like her eyes are very unique. Yeah, I I love all actors and actresses that just look that have unique looks. You know, that are not just the standard. Yeah, you know, that are kind of like different looking. I think is are great. She, her eyes are. Very large and kind of wide, wide set, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah she just has a. Ver- I mean, there, there's something that kind of draws, definitely draws to you in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and she's a brilliant actress, and she played one of yeah, my favorite. She's really good. She played one of my favorite mutants. Oh my god! Let's not. I talk never about saw. It. <laughs> I never saw the movie. I never saw the movie, but Magic is one of my favorite mutants. She's got a. I mean, you never read the books. She's got a. She's got a great story. Ilya Rasputin. I don't even. I don't even she's. Know. She's actually Colossus's sister. Oh, okay. On that, from the X Men, but yeah, and she's. Uh, I mean, that was that was like perfect casting. So it's sad that that movie wasn't very good, um, as as I've heard. But yeah, was a, I mean, it, it was, was a good choice for she was a great choice for that. And I'm, it's cool that she played that character, but sad. But yeah, and, I, and Last Night in Soho looks amazing. That looks like a great movie. Yeah. And that's yeah, another I mean, great director, yep. you know, and then her. Absolutely. And funnily enough, a co-star, she co-stars with someone named yeah. Thomason. Yeah, that is, is really strange. Strange. That is crazy. <laughs> Never heard that, that name before in my life, and that's her character in this movie. And then her co-star in her newest movie is named. That's Thomas. weird. It's very and weird. and uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've never heard of that actress before. No, I don't, I don't know if that's like one of her kind of first Maybe. movies too. I don't know. Maybe she'll skyrocket to success too. Maybe. Maybe. 
I did not watch the Queen's Gambit, but that looked really. I heard that was uh, everybody. You know, says that that's great. That yeah, was, that was tons to be really of awards, good. obviously. So yeah, including I think she she might have. I think she won an Emmy for that, nice. or a Golden Globe, or both, or um, but yeah. So you know, there's other than her, there's not a ton of people that you would recognize. Both Katie Dickey, the mom, and Ralph Ineson were both in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, you know, you might recognize Bathsheba Garnett, <laughs> you know? Bathsheba! Bathsheba. Okay, so interest, uh, interesting thing about Bathsheba. So, yeah, the old the old lady, the actress that plays Bathsheba. Uh, I'm how sorry. do you, first of all, before you, before you go down this road, how do you hire a 70, 80-year-old woman that's that willing to just to get nude. fully nude and rub shit all over herself I mean, on film. I mean, when you're that old. I mean, I would do it. I would do it. I'll do it right now. But I, I would, I would, de- right, I would do definitely right do it without question when I'm in my 70s or 80s if I'm yeah, still you're alive. Right. You're right. Um, but so, so the actress that plays the old witch, her real name is Bathsheba. And... Bathsheba is a pretty fucking strange name and it's but it's the name of the entity that supposedly haunted the house that the first conjuring movie is based off of so the true story of like that that the conjuring is ba- the first conjuring movie is based off of hard air quotes on that true story <laughs> yeah but yes yeah. continue um so, but the, yeah, so the real name, so Bathsheba Sherman was determined to be the primary force behind the paranormal activity in, in the house in Rhode Island, uh, where the Conjuring movie that, that whole story is based off of. Um, and, uh, the local legends state that she was a witch and that, but there were, I mean, there was no you know, real evidence to obviously support that. But like, um, the, but the, 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 the idea, the suspicion uh, of her being a witch, uh, came after an infant mysteriously died under her care. And the cause of death was found to be a sewing needle impaled in the infant's skull, (laughs) (laughs) which is fucked, which is fucked up. Um, and, uh, I don't think she was ever like she was never charged of it or anything like that. Um, but, but yeah, that's that. I I thought that that was really interesting. Like I, I remember I looked that up and and uh, I was like, oh, who? I was looking at the cast because there's you know there's not a lot of characters and like Bathsheba, what? and I was like, holy Bathsheba. shit. <laughs> And I was like, I knew that name, and because it's very prominently mentioned in in the Conjuring, so yeah, it's a it's 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 quite interesting. Bathsheba, and I don't remember if we mentioned this at the beginning when she kills the baby, but rendered baby fat. Oh yeah, is one of the ingredients in a witch's flying ointment. Flying ointment. Oh which yeah, because there, so there's that is, weird, there's that weird shot right after that, where it's like the moon, yeah, and 
I, 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 you don't really know what the fuck you're looking at, but like, it, I guess it's like her. Is, is it like her on a fucking broom? Like out of like, it's like her on a. It looks like it might be her on a fucking broom, out of focus, like, like in front of, like as a silhouette in front of the moon. Correct me. See, I, I thought that 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 it was her like walking out of her little hovel or whatever. But I don't think she's and walking. It, it's like she's like it's like a shape that's kind of like it's more like hovering, it's more isn't like it? or maybe she's not walking. But it, it, to me, it was more like the camera was panning. It was like a weird effect. And as the camera changes or the or the aspect of the shot changes, it was like she kind of morphed from looking like a naked, withered old woman from the back to like hmm. a raven. Hmm. That's I'd what I to, got out of it. I'd have to look at it again. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, even watching it the second time, I wasn't sure what the fuck I was looking at. Um, yeah, I took that as like, I took it as a shot of like her naked backside, like in the shot. It was almost like a push zoom from from what I thought. And as it zoomed, she kind of morphed from like a naked woman to like the shape of a crow, like perched on something. Huh. So like her hair kind of like changed and in her arms and back but it was it was always black so it was hard to kind of tell but it looked like the outline kind of changed shape and that's what i got out of it interesting but yeah rendered baby fat and that's like historical that's not like again not something i made up for this movie like that was that was one of the things that witches were accused of was like robbing the graves of like dead children and stealing the fat so that they could make their flying ointment so and they crazy. mixed it and they would mix it with like supposedly the recipe was like nightshade and like these deadly <laughs> yeah wolf spain yeah wolf spain so it's interesting again more historical accurate stuff but and the other thing about it you know is like so the film was shot in a more like a slightly more full frame yeah uh aspect ratio um and and it, so in you know we talked about the lighthouse and that's even more extreme that's even more of just like straight square kind of like full frame yeah um and that's in black and white obviously but um Buh. full what? screen black and white what is this 1952 <laughs> oh, it's so good though um but um yeah that's the double oh, the v other, ICH. <laughs> ICH. I don't know how to spell. Yeah, but you know, talking about the you know, going back to kind of the historical accuracy and stuff like they so you know, the rabbit appears a couple times in the film. Right. He scares he scares uh the horse which throws Thomas in, knocks her unconscious, and then the dog goes after the rabbit, and then the dog ends up being disemboweled. And then the rabbit also later on shows up in the stable. Right. Um, and and so apparently in, in colonial New England, hares were considered magical creatures. Of course they were. And were often associated with witches. Um, either as milk hare, which st- stole or spoiled milk from the farm animals, or the witches themselves. 
and who were thought to turn into which the witches were thought to turn into uh rabbits in order to spy on and influence people interesting so, just another they, just another little subtle thing that like where he pulled from kind yeah. of like real kind of like you know real well and by by real i mean like <laughs> shit that people believed in back at, you know during right. that time um but and that's that's one of the things that robert eggers i've heard him say many times cuz uh just watching interviews with him and stuff is that is that outside of like a, a handful of like very intelligent people on the you know on the planet outside of like the educational elite and the you know the college educated and the people who were like you know part of the intellectual inner circles and things for most people you know folklore and reality were just were intertwined you know it's not yeah. like today you know where it's like we know these stories are fake and we've proven you know we know that fairies aren't real and we know that witches aren't real and yada 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 do we um i mean I, but you can't do we? say you can't say necessarily conclusively on anything but um but back in those days it was just it was all intermingled like people yeah. just there is no questions and it's also the thing is about the hair that I really liked is you get the impression every time you see it, that it is the witch. Yeah. You get the impression that she is turned into this hair. Um, but you yeah, never and again, know that. It's, you it's never know very, that for certain. Yeah, and again, it's a very, it's another very subtle thing, but like that you just, you do kind of get this gut feeling when you see it. Like, right. Very quickly, like something ain't right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, the ma- the main thing that indicates that it is the witch is that Caleb chases it through the forest and stumbles upon the little witch's house right. where she comes out of. And you don't see the hair at that point. You just see him find the house and she comes out of it. And so you're kind of like, and you know, the, she yeah, kind of I mean, led the, the, hor- there, the horse of is scared by it and the dog goes after it. And yeah, right, right. But yeah, yeah, it keeps showing up. Yeah, but I mean, the only thing that really ties it directly to the witch is that he chases it and ends up at her house. And then doesn't and then doesn't when like she sees it in the stable, isn't that like just right before she kind of turns around and and comes across Caleb, who is kind of back at the house then at that point, naked and naked and afraid. Yeah, isn't that that point? I think it's that same yeah. scene, isn't it, where she. Yep. She goes out to the stable and the, the hair the the hair is there and then yep. she kind of turns to go back into the house and then I think Yeah, because the goats are all freaking out and she's like, What is going on with the goats? And so she wow, goes out there and it's because the the hair is in there with them. Stavovich. Get somebody get this goddamn Vivovich out of here. Fucking Vivich. So that's the Vavitch. That's the Vavitch. And Black and Black Philip. Black Philip. Sweet baby Black Philip. Sweet baby, dust thou likest my He's good. butter. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Um <laughs> uh, all right, well. Well. If you haven't seen the movie and you just listen to all that, you, you definitely don't yeah. want to see it now. 
you don't want to see it now. <laughs> just 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 drop your shift, go sign the devil's book, and be done with it. Just follow Black Phillips. Black Phillips. Black Phillips into the woods. And fly Bus- into just the sky. just follow Busy Phillips into the woods. Busy Phillips. Uh, Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips. All Starring of, all Wilson of, Phillips is Black Phillip. All of Wilson Phillips. Yep, all three um, of them. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Yeah. And Thank we'll catch you. you next time and scare you later. Scare you later. <laughs>